Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Once again, we've been chatting for 85 minutes before we press record. Oopsie. Oops. Uh, and did it again. Great week for Brittany. Was delighted. Yes. What happened? <laughs> no. Well, do you know what's funny? I was going to say, the funny thing is, is that it didn't get a lot of media coverage. So maybe I'm overestimating it. But she did, um, uh, she's obviously, you know, the way she's currently now um, going through the process with, in relation to the conservatorship yeah. of kind of, I suppose, they're, they're, it, it's not necessarily getting her out of it, but looking to rejig it. So yeah. um, the father objected to this whole, like, obviously she started proceedings or whatever, because she doesn't want the dad. That's kind of common knowledge that, you know, when she said yes to the conservatorship, that she said, yes, she do it, but she didn't want the dad yeah. to be conservator. So essentially he tried to block these proceedings. So it's only very early days, but the, the court actually ruled in Brittany's favor. So it was, you know, so it's obviously very early on and it's, you know, early days, but yeah. it, you know, that was a good thing. Yeah, no, she wasn't trying to get rid of it or anything. She just wanted, like, an out. An outside yeah. professional, didn't she? Although I did say, what happened yesterday? I was being a bit of a bossy boots and Fred turned around and said, ah, uh, okay, Mr. Spears. And I was like, that really hurts. Mr. Spears. Mr. Spears. So that's the latest insult being hurled <laughs> in Tier Brandon, <laughs> County Kerry. Um, that I'm Mr. Spears, that I'm a conservator. That's gonna be the new that, that's gonna be the new job now. People are gonna accuse you of being a bit of a conservator. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's probably uh, do you know between that and I don't know if I mentioned this, but Across the socials, I've had this account called at Real Gemma O'Doherty, liking mm. my stuff, especially on TikTok. And just like a lot of laughing faces, love this girl, this is gas, all this kind of stuff. And it has made me question, am I a fascist, Emma? I didn't think so. But is she, I? I think, she, I, think, I mean, it's the only logical explanation. Is she a fan of yours? I'm telling you, I am courting right-wing fandom. The right-wingers love me. I wouldn't have predicted it, but it makes total sense at the same time. 
Yeah, it's my, it's, do you know, that's where my personality <laughs> is at. I preferred her when she was doing the documentary about Mary about Boyle. The girl. Yeah, yeah, I preferred her then. Did I thought her stuff that. was better then. Well, I mean, <laughs> none of us know really what, no more than J.K. Rowling. Like, what has happened to these cry, people along the, the way? Land? Uh, sure, look, I got, I got our old friend Katie Boyle because I like to have a tenuous link uh, with the yeah. guests. So I thought Katie Boyle and Mary Boyle. So I had Katie on. Oh, it's, do you know what? It is a fascinating but tragic story, but it is a really, really interesting story, actually, that whole Mary Boyle thing. And you know, she's related oh to the O'Donnells, God. as in Daniel O'Donnell. Yes, yes, I knew that because no, because Gemma did a documentary on it a while, like yeah. a few years ago, and it was on YouTube. Yeah. So I knew a little bit about it, and then I watched that. The documentary was really good. It was really interesting. It was a great documentary. She, I don't know what happened to her. Then she started hanging around with Sinead O'Connor's ex. I, I don't know. Dog started kicking off. Then I think that's what happened. Yeah. John, it just lost interest in her then. It's, do you know what? Yeah. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't even give her the airtime to be fair, but it's just, it is a mystery. Like what the hell went on? But no, so yeah, so I am questioning on my right wing. Then Fred's calling me Mr. Spears. So it's, it's all getting a bit fishy. In case I forget our book club, we got a lovely response to the book club. I got a good few DMs from people. We're doing our book club. It's going to be, obviously says you, Patreon only. And it's going to be happening on the 13th of March at 8pm. And we will be discussing After the Silence by Louise O'Neill, which is kind of the novel that I, well, I suppose, would you call it a novel? I'm very bad at the terms. It's a, it's the book that I gave. What did you say? Repeat. (laughs) I said, you think? I said, do you think Louise would pop in to say hello? Well, do you know I love Louise? This is so funny. She could send a message. She could send a message, couldn't she? She absolutely could. But it's funny because I had forgotten that Louise was on Patreon. So I was doing the poll (laughs) and after the silence was an absolute landslide. Really cringing for myself because, you know, you forget that people you know like are on the patreon obviously like we love all our patrons equally but i had written so it's like oh you know we're doing after the silence um written by one of my favorite people in the whole wide world because i really love louise like she's just as well as being an amazing writer she's one of your favorite people in the whole no, do you know what? I know, like as in I do have a family. Your parents, your brother, me. And Louise is in the mix there as well. Oh, okay. No. One of my favorite writers and a really sound person would have covered it. I did. I, wow. have, this, I have this running joke whereby <laughs> if I like wow. someone, I refer to them as a national treasure. So I said, tell <laughs> Warren O'Connell this because I kept calling her a national treasure. And she was like, is that, I think yeah. she said something along the lines of, is that going a bit this is far? I though? don't take any of your love seriously because anytime you say anything nice to me, I know you're saying it to like thousands of people. So it's I'm a copy like, and paste. I every day when I t- when <laughs> I WhatsApp you saying Emma, I want there's one thing I want you to remember today. You are I want you to look in the mirror and say I am a national treasure. I am forwarding on that on to at least eight hundred people and eight eight oh, other God. people at any given time. 
And then when I say something nice to you, you think I'm having a nervous breakdown. So we just have to find somewhere in the middle. You're like, oh my God, Emma, Emma got on to me. She said something really nice. I hope she's okay. Yeah, I do. Well, generally, if I get a nice text, I do think Emma is after taking your phone and it's just, it's, (laughs) it's all a big prank. That bitch, Hollywood's after calling her. Why can she be this happy, stupid bitch? Usually, when you compliment me, <laughs> it's you. Isn't that the fear when a comedian's being really nice to you? Like they've got something big in their work. Well, it's the fucking bass. I was just about to say, usually you're when right to all the little people before they head off. <laughs> well, usually when you're nice to me, well, no, you're always nice to me. But usually when you're paying me a compliment. It's softening the blow. Yeah, it's softening the blow before you announce that you are now co-presenting a show with Claire Byrne on RT Radio 1. So you'll say, oh. I can't believe you you saw that fucking billboard where I'm like (laughs) fucking, as they call it in the business, moving prop. Happy to do it. We'll do it any day of the week. Please email me, emmadoran84 at gmail.com. But you were you were so off on one that you thought I was fucking on the show I was I was feeling particularly psychotic that week so 20,000 followers doesn't get you that well I think in my defense that was the week I was heavily pregnant and it was very hot yeah 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 they had me out do you remember they had me out pounding the pavements four times a day like I just do you remember I had to do the walk twice a day (laughs) I've never been thinner look at his phone I've ne- I was finding I went out to get something from Fred's car one day and it was just full of Fredo wrappers and I was really distressed because he'd been eating chocolate on the sly and it just you know it was that was the week then that there were two panel shows being recorded <laughs> <laughs> not one but two panel show pilots and I wasn't called for either recording, but that's fine. Like, you know, obviously you can, you can laugh that one off. But then when the comedian starts dropping like flies and I found that I wasn't even on the subs bench, that's when I, that's when I went full on psychosis. You must have felt better though when I w- was bummed for Luke O'Neill. That must have made you feel better. As my dad calls him, my old friend Luke O'Neill, because I did one six o'clock show with him once. I totally forgot about you, you poor thing, doing all them walks. I was just thinking, like, how many times was I on the phone to you? And you were like, hey, I'm just going up this hill. You carry on there. And I'd be like, I wasn't saying anything. Um, so anyway, uh, not much going on. <laughs> no, so usually, yeah, usually I, that's my fear when somebody's being nice to me. They're going to say something like, listen, they wanted a female no, presenter no for this new Saturday night show. And it's me. <laughs> it's me, it's Laura, it's Joanne, it's Alison, it's Eleanor. Um, but, you, you know, we're thinking you can do maybe a Vox Pop. Now, that's not confirmed, but like down the line. Like after, it wouldn't happen now at the moment because of COVID, but maybe after COVID. Yeah, I do a Vox Pop <laughs> from two meters away. Wouldn't that be a bit of a challenge? You're Sorry, already, hi. You can get to be in shot. It's just like a time, you can just see a bit of curl. We're like, there you are. 
It's be, I, I wouldn't be able to pull off. You know who was queen of the Vox Pop was Jennifer Maguire. Do you remember she was great? But like, come here, you old idiot. That's yeah. hard to pull off when you're standing two and a half meters away with a mask because mm. it's very muffled. We get you to, we'd get you to do things like that. I just really uh, crass and just not funny, but are like are just there for shock value. So we get you out. We get you out with a dildo or something and asking yeah. people to guess how big they think that is. Yeah. <laughs> do you like do you like overshines? Do you like Misaka? Do you like some poor old woman? Hi, like Misaka. You've Ted in the buggy because you can't sort out childcare or whatever. We're just like, oh, just it's it's happening this afternoon. Like that. Ted, very... let's face it. Ted's got a sandwich board. <laughs> Ted's out with, Ted's out with the sandwich board and then doing things like, you know, I've got three glasses of lemonade and then somebody drinks all three and I say, oh, one of them was piss. And, yeah. you know, that kind of, that's, that would be me. And then back to the studio, it's you, Joanne, oh, yeah. it's Alison, it's Eleanor. It's oh, a lot of soft lighting. Yes. Fucking hell, yeah. A lot of pre-records. People to eat sandwiches, like, you know, with exactly that, with, like, pubes in it and toenails and real, like, kind of early 90s ladette stuff. But it's, like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon on Grafton Street. Do you know what I mean? It's just, like... Yeah, and I... You know, we put you on Henry Street. I th- I was going to say... You around the ILAC with all the albums. I think, I think, yeah, I do think the Masaka show could probably work better on Henry Street, as would, as would the Sambos. I feel Grafton Street outside Marks and Spencers, that's the place you want to have the three glasses of red wine. They have to rate the red wines. And, mm. then, at the, and that, then at the end, you say, ha! They were all the same wine. Back to the studio. No, no, that's the Today Show. That's the Today Show. Oh, uh, do you know? Well, you know, we watch the Today Show every single day here. I can't believe that. It's so we are so we have gone. We do you know what? I know all the segments off by heart. We have gone full on country mouse. There is no Judge Judy in this house. Those days are over. God, I haven't watched Judge Judy in a long time. Basically, I don't know what's going on on the TV or whatever because I'm working, but the only, the only show that I know when it comes on and I'm like, because it, it's obviously triggers something inside me, it is, jeez, um, I can't even remember, oh, Tipping Point. When Tipping Point comes on, I kind of know that I'm heading towards the end of the working day. And God bless Ben Shepherd. I don't know how he keeps banging on about a fucking slot machine from Court Town. This amazing machine. Um, which it's counter, impressive. I don't know how he's got the stamina for it. But he keeps doing it and he's smiling away. Like he yeah, is. Yeah, he he's is great. Away. And every time it's like, what are you going to do with the money? It's like, uh, thinking of getting a holiday or it's a car or, you know, going to do a few bits around the house. It's like, just for fucking once, I want somebody to come on and say, I'm getting a boob job or I'm getting, you know, my gi remade or, do you know what I mean? Just a bit of something. honesty. Yeah, just something. 
Do you remember? I know we did say this before, but do you remember when the couple, the or the lady was on deal or no deal, and she said that she was getting the money for IVF, and George Michael paid oh, for it. Do you remember? Or I pay. Who doesn't? Uh, I was just I was just listening to a bit of outside today. Were you? Oh, let's go oh outside. I haven't listened to that ages. I used Bright to listen one. to that every day. And yes, I feel That's a real song. I'm hanging out with the kids all day. And I'm going demented because that's what I used to listen to that song. It's to Funny. remind yourself that you are uh, a separate being from your child. Oh, geez, I came home today and I found Fred and Ted in the sitting room listening to When You Try Your Best and You Don't Succeed. When you get what you want, but not what you need. I said, Jesus, I've only been gone an hour. (laughs) Nothing wrong with Coldplay, but I don't think we need them at the moment, do we? No, but look. Nobody like I've got to see them. Like I like them, but not at the moment. Look, Chris Martin is a genius, and their songs are unreal. I I would love to see them live. I mean, Chris Martin is phenomenal. Do do, but nobody needs them on a springtime afternoon in a pandemic. No, I saw them before actually in Marley Park. It was a very nice gesture. My cousin Ivan and my cousin Ruth, who was over from Australia, got me. Uh, a ticket for my birthday. I went with them. I think I was in third year in college and whatever. But I was actually out for a walk this evening and I bumped into my cousin Yvonne. She lives in Temple Oak. And I couldn't tell you the last time I, I saw her. But he, like, so we had a great chat. We had the giggle and all that. But even um, what I was thinking was it, it was the first time in I don't know when that I actually, like, remember we were talking about earlier, like, like like spontaneity that I bumped into somebody and yeah. had a chat yeah had a laugh and then like oh I better let you go whatever I was like oh my god I really actually missed that because you know like we're saying like when you're doing comedy be in town and like you bump into people and like you just be chatting, you know because he's all know each other you'll be chatting away to each other whatever and um I was like oh I was like this is what I missed just like simple spontaneities of life but I was glad I bumped into her. I can't remember. She obviously haven't seen her in a year anyway. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It's, I mean, no, it is. It's, it is lovely bumping into people. Um, I'm going to mention them again because they do need to support this podcast. I'm writing up the email this week and yeah. I'm sending it straight to the top. Garvey's in Dingle is a great spot to bump into people. I thought they were on board already. What the I f- haven't sent the problem. email, but they're getting it. To, they're getting it tonight. No schedule send first thing in the morning. No, no, no. They're getting it real time. They're getting it at 11 p.m. Do. We're going to, but it's, I do, I, I do hang out a lot there because it is lovely to just bump into people. And as you say, it kind of feels a bit more normal. There, it's lovely meeting people for the walks, but sometimes it just feels too curated. Yes which takes from it a bit, but it's still lovely to meet people for the walks. Oh yeah, no, it's still lovely to meet people for the walks, but it's just that thing of like just bumping into somebody. Oh, there's yourself. How's it going? No, it's not. And I'm finding, and I know, I'm sure we, we must have talked about this before, um, but the fact there's that- There's no way of knowing. 
the episodes get deleted after a week don't they they're done they're gone i feel god i know imagine imagine if all those comments were just there waiting to be transcribed in an online article oh terrible it is hard to recognize people so there's a lot of that at the moment isn't there there's a lot of people like oh hey and you've no idea who that person is because the masks are really oh they're hindering they're hindering us big time like there's been a lot of awkward so how are you grand how are the smallies how's himself like i have no information if i'm asking you how are the smallies it's because i have no idea what your kids are called yeah no idea oh in case i forget because we got sidetracked but i did say anyway that we're doing after after the silence and louise got in touch to say that she was honored and thrilled to be the choice of book club um, for the month. But I did kind of cringe for myself because I just forgot she was on Patreon and I was totally fangirling. Delighted we picked After the Silence, by the way. It's going to be happening on 13th of March, 8 p.m. Patreon only, obviously. I might just mention as well a few new patrons I have, Emma. Will I do that in case we forget? Um, Did Mm -hmm. I mention Donovan last week? You did, because I remember we were about like great name. Like the singer. Okay, grand. So we have, we've got Fia, we have Jennifer, we've got Anne-Marie, we've got Wirin, we have Gareth, we have Casey, we have Greg. I'm liking all the men that we have on board. Yes. And I like to take this opportunity to thank the patrons for coming on board. It really means a lot. Um, I still can't figure out what is wrong with the other people. But I have to. More, there, there is more of them. There is more of them. Yeah, like the numbers are steady, but you know, we're at the same time. We were genuinely thrilled. If you missed last week's episode, we were so thrilled with. The Patreon for the previous month. We're yeah, very, yeah, very no, chuffed. We, we co- yeah, we co- listen. We covered But there's that, always okay? room for growth. Yeah, let's just get down to it here now, okay? Facts and figures. I feel like I'm the L1 in the shop with my little table of samples, giving out the free cheese, <laughs> giving out the free saucies. And these people who are listening keep coming up and they keep saying, oh, that tastes lovely. That's really, really nice. And they keep taking the money off voucher. And before they get to the till, they just throw it away. That's what I feel. I feel like the non-patrons are, they're teases. Do you know what, yeah? I mean, you were the absolute queen, the queen of analogies. You're spot on. That's exactly what it is. The only way I communicate now. So yeah, if you can, please do get on board. Thanks very much. Um, quick Are you going to tell Snell's story? Well, oh. yes, I am going to tell you a quick uh, a, a story as well. Just to say that we were doing the listener of the week for about one week, but I think we should keep this going. And I did send out yes. a little, little something to Danielle, who was our previous listener of the week. But this week, I thought it might be a bit of crack to give listener of the week to Megan, who got in touch, and I thought this was an interesting fact. I, do you remember we were talking about Rob Kearney? As my dad would say, your old friend, Rob Kearney. <laughs> yeah. 
who I did the rugby show with that time. And do you remember I said that you would imagine him, I was saying I was quite fond of his girlfriend because, you know, she's, she's just like, she seems like a very nice person and uh, multifaceted and, you know, is doing the pharmacy and all that kind of crack. So I do enjoy following her. And we were saying, God, you'd imagine someone like him would be going out with a bit of a Chardonnay from Footballers Wives. Okay. And Megan got in touch to say, I cannot believe we missed this. She got in touch to say that Rob Kearney actually used to go out with the girl who played Chardonnay in Footballers Wives. Oh, no way. Isn't that funny? Like a nice girl. Of course. We're not, by the way, that wasn't a, you know, we're not saying, oh, you probably, you know, even actually rehashing it, it sounds, it probably sounds a bit negative, but that's not what we were saying at all. And even the photos, she looks lovely. They look like a lovely couple. No, just I remember she seemed nice. So, Megan, you're getting listeners a week. I'm going to find, because the shops are closed at the moment, what I'm doing is actually, I'm going to do a little bit of a re-gifting because you know the way you get sent the bits and bobs and all that kind of crack. Uh, I'm going to do a bit of a re-gifting because the up to 90 merch is currently, it's a bit of an out of office situation with the up to 90 merch. So I'll send you a little something, Megan, because I just thought I really did lol. I really did enjoy that fact check. Thank you so much, Megan. Fact check. We like those fact checks, not back in the day when we'd be doing topics and people would be getting in touch saying, yeah, just, you know, Winona Ryder was never in Mean Girls. It's like, fuck you. That's not what, what this is. To do that, sorry, that has nothing got to do with an episode about Winona Ryder. Thanks. So I'm going to start with a little, sto- a little story. You was that a story, Emma? Yeah, yes, yes, Julie, I like this story very much. <laughs> I think somebody actually told me to stop doing that voice that they thought it was the creepiest fucking thing ever. And I was like, oh, do it more. Please, please, Julie, tell me a story. Can I help you, Julie? I'm so cold. (laughs) Is it the face or the voice that's disturbing? Oh, your face could never be disturbing, even when you're peeling. I know. Julie, it's off the fucking charts now. So before Julie tells the story, I started ratting on. Uh, last week it's like aggressive retinol it's but hardcore like, it's hardcore you, your face goes red you peel everything but I was like you know what I'm going to give it a whirl because I have heard amazing things and even like a couple of days after starting I was like oh my god I can already see the improvement I can see yeah. what is going to happen but the paleo paleo is something else and you know what Judy like now there's never a good time to start it there's not but I have to film at least two, like, you know, work video things this week. And I'm trying to figure out, like, how I'm going to cover the face. So this is basically what I've come up with now. So obviously, moisturize, whatever, do all that. cream, Then foundation. Wow. Whack it on this is purely just to try and neutralize the fucking face now i was going to get some like if i'm in the gaff i don't care but if i actually something working on my own jesus i was going to get some of that green concealer because i know back Ooh, in the day yeah that to kind of neutralize the red but i don't think like my pharmacy's going to have that they might i might check you have it but you don't have a boots in the 5k 
No, we do, but I just wouldn't make it on my lunch break. Do you know what I mean? Um, but how does it look now? I mean, you know, I'm not just saying this. You can't tell. Grand, you really can't tell. If you saw me in person now, like I would be flaking on you, but I'm just going to stick with it, unless I have. a proper filming thing and what I mean by proper filming is I mean like with like proper cameras because you can't you can't hide that shit but I don't think you have any feature films coming up anytime soon do you no not that not this week anyway but I'm gonna stick with it but I think we did say we did say the other day when we were talking about skincare it's such a cliche but I do think it's the one thing definitely worth investing in and the women in my life who have amazing skin have always looked after their skin with products and I feel like personally I would be more inclined to spend money on my skincare than clothes I just think it's such a better investment yeah well see I know I can tell that it is going to be good but I just uh, that's for the other thing is I'm like I wonder how long this process is going to last I I think you look great now I'm going to quickly bring it back to topic because we have gotten a few men on board talking about my skin no, do you know what I absolutely love chatting about your epidermis but I just feel we've gotten the lads on board and I'm not saying when we lads are into skincare as well but I'm yeah. just going to bring it back we do a Patreon episode on Emma's skin do you know what actually I'm not being funny I am always really curious to find out what people use on their face I'd actually love to let's do a video where we actually talk about I'll come along with my creams and we'll just talk about what we use yeah I think I think we'll have to wait about six months until my skin actually like fucking isn't burning off my face but you see the funny thing about doing a thing about what we use the insinuation being a lot of people have gotten in touch (laughs) I know (laughs) and asked what us two L ones are using on our face sometimes people say to me like the odd time if I felt something and like I'm fucking I'm up in the attic out of fucking window when it's a glorious day and I've actually like made a huge effort. They're like, oh my God, you look, you actually look pretty well. And that's like the only time it happens. And I think so. You do, yeah. Well, I always think you, you look well. Julie, come on, give me the bad news. What's going on here? No, you know I've you know I've nothing in the exhaust pipeline, so that that there's no chance that happening. Anyway, here's my story. So this is from 2018. Now I tried desperately to find an update on the story. I couldn't find an update anywhere on the story. If you do have an update, get in touch. Two Satan worshipping girls plan to kill middle school classmates and drink victims' blood. Oh yeah. Florida. Have you heard of this one? I, I think I might have. So police say two middle school girls who worship Satan armed themselves with knives in a foiled plot to violently kill classmates and drink their blood at school on Tuesday. To be honest, do you know what? I'm not just saying this now, but genuinely, Tuesday, I feel, is worse than Monday. There's something about a Tuesday. Yeah. Tell you what, I don't like Tuesdays. Like, if you're going to commit a crime, it's going to be on a Tuesday, isn't it? Because it's just, you're not at that hump. You know, the weekend just feels so far away. I think Monday, you're just kind of, you're still half asleep. But Tuesday, you're awake and you're seeing how crap things really are. Like, Tuesday's a tough day. Nobody, nobody ever says... 
oh my God, I can't believe it's only Monday. But everyone says, oh my God, I can't believe it's only Tuesday. Very true. I mean, if you're saying I can't believe it's Monday. <laughs> Jesus, today's Tuesday, isn't it? Today's Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, it's like a Wednesday. I do think, you know, if you're saying I can't believe it's Monday, you've got bigger issues there. That's, yeah, you know, something's going on. You haven't even turned on the computer. What are you talking about? Oh, can't you me. should be, I mean, you should be able to differentiate between a Sunday and a Monday. And if you can't, yeah. you need to have a chat with yourself. So the sixth and seventh grade girls attend Barto Middle School Police say at 1.30 p.m. on Tuesday, the Barto Police School Resource Officer assigned to the school was summoned to the principal's office. The investigation revealed that the students had armed themselves at night and planned on attack fellow students during the school day. Fortunately, they were intercepted by school staff hiding in a bathroom during class time prior to carrying out their plans, Bartow Police said in a press release. Now, this is my issue, because if you're going to go on the Mitch, leave the school, go big or go home. Like, the last Irish class now that I had for junior search, and I had them for the three years, they absolutely broke my heart. They completely broke my heart, but I did have that, I did definitely have that grow for them, even though they did break my heart repeatedly over the three years. But the last interaction I had with them, half the class went on the Mitch to another classroom. I was like, guys, you need to leave the school building if you're going on the hop. That's yeah. rule number one. So these girls didn't get the memo. They're in the loo. They're on the Mitch. I mean come on like they hadn't really planned this through according to Barto police department a student warned a teacher on monday about one of the girls mentioning that something bad was going to happen the superintendent said extra officers were at the school on tuesday as a result of this morning now straight away i'm asking why are police officers at a school i know this is america but like isn't it mental emma the fact that there's always a police presence there. And then this girl says, do you know what? Something bad's going to happen. And they're like, you know what we should do here? We should just bring in more police officers. That's what needs to happen. Isn't it crazy? Imagine police being in your school. Yeah, well, it's even the whole thing of like, do you know when you're watching uh, a crime documentary about something or whatever and there's this you know like there's a serial killer going around or whatever how like then they just you know do the vox pops out in the street and the you know conclusion from everyone seems to be they're going out to buy guns yeah and i think it's always the thing as well isn't it um after the fact you know after one of these awful shootings people always say i didn't see this like i didn't see this coming nobody ever says i didn't see this coming he was such an extrovert i didn't see this coming he played sports he was the captain of the football team like straight away yeah straight away i'm saying these girls they needed more extracurricular Mm. I wouldn't surprise me if they were readers. I say this as a reader, but invariably as a reader, look, the people who commit these awful crimes in schools, who go on these prees, invariably they're always a feckin' reader. Like, it, you know, they're there with the hair. Oh, he was, he was a nice guy, very quiet, always had a Harry Potter under his arm. Is that, is that a euphemism for something? No, but it could be. When I'm out doing my Vox Pop, it will be. <laughs> Ted on his sandwich board. So anyway, uh, 
So girls mother, one of the girls' mothers got this text saying that her child wasn't in the second period. She called yeah. the school to say that the, obviously the child wasn't in class. So then the staff went on the hunt. They found the two girls in a bathroom. <laughs> the girls were holding a goblet, which an administrator suspected was being used to drink alcohol. Now, these are nice goblets. So you know some one of the mothers was like, oh, I can't believe she took my good goblet. Yeah. Once at the principal's office, the girls were told to empty their pockets, which revealed a knife and a knife sharpener. Because God forbid, God forbid your knife should go blunt during your killing spree. After that, their bags were searched and several weapons, including a pea, including a pizza cutter and a butcher knife were found on the girls, like a pizza cutter. Oh, so we know who was the accomplice who was dragged into the situation. <laughs> I've got the knife and the knife sharpener. I I've got a pizza cutter and a fucking peeler. Is that okay? Do you know what I laugh? You know, I was laughing because I I found this story and I was like, this is, I was like, I need more information. What happened to these girls? And on one of the websites, one of the police pictures, so they have like a butcher knife Mm. and they've obviously laid out the contents of the bag, a butcher knife and a biro. I was like, well, okay, the biro's going a bit far. (laughs) Are we really saying that? This is an illicit item because I don't want to be devil's advocate here. Pardon the pun because they are claiming to be Satan to Satanists. But like you would expect a biro to be on their person. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't, you know, no. I wouldn't be well, kind of putting that into evidence. Do you remember when um, Expose used to be on the telly, right? R.I.P. And uh, it used to be, not so RSVP. So anyway, Expose used to be on the telly and... Um, this was obviously after 9-11 and all the rules about flying and whatever had changed. And someone was doing a segment on handy bits for your hand luggage. And in her hand luggage as a handy bit, she had a fucking manicure set. <laughs> wow. I remember my dad screaming at the telly going, you can't fucking bring that in your hand all the shit she had was all stuff that would be fucking constant like you know so she was there with her aerosol yeah yeah, yeah. her pen knife her body her body her big thing of body <laughs> lotion keep you moisturized on the flight just like what the fuck that's why that show finished it was that it was segment. that was that but was don't let that end. happen when you get your segment you hear me now let that be a lesson to you Thank you for making me feel like my segment on your new panel show is a big deal. It is important, Julie. We got a tweet about it a few weeks ago. Can I see the tweet? It wasn't a nice tweet, but it was a tweet. Laura. (laughs) Oh, Laura. Yeah. And you know what I love about Laura is that I was so, I was, (laughs) because anytime I rang people over the summer, I was walking because I that's what I was expected to do I was pounding the pavements and I was like I'm feeling sad because I haven't got a call about this panel show and I was like sure look I didn't get the call either and then I didn't hear from Nora for 48 hours and in that time she went off and got the call and did the panel show and she was too (laughs) scared to tell me but I fucking found out I found out and you were okay with it I saw you on the telly you were completely okay with it but you know me, I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> I am though, come on. Okay, so they noted that the girls said they wanted to kill, hopefully 15 to 25 people, which is ambitious, isn't it, Emma, with the pizza cutter? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
And they were waiting they in the bathroom. on the club holders as well. Oh, yeah, they'd one of those. Yeah. yeah. So they were waiting at the bathroom to find smaller kids that they could overpower to be their victims. The police chief said that over the weekend, the two girls plotted and planned to kill fellow students at the middle school. The investigation also revealed messages between the two detailing the plans for their attack. The last message sent said, Today is health lessons. Thanks, Satan, we're doing this in a bit, according to a rest report. Now, I don't know what health lessons is. I imagine it's probably a bit of an SPHE kind of thing. So I can see why that would drive you um, to attempt and massacre. Like, we all had that class that you're like, oh, my God, kill me now. But mm. at the same time, there's just better ways to go about this. When asked about motivation, the girls reportedly told police that they were Satan worshippers. According to police, the girls planned to drink their victim's blood out of the goblet they were found with. They also discussed eating their victim's flesh and leaving body parts at the school entrance. Killing all of these students was in the hopes that it would make them worse sinners, ensuring that, uh, oh yeah, this was their plan, that they would end up going to hell so that they could be with Satan. Both juveniles were arrested and removed from the campus. Their names not being released, obviously, because they were minors. And they yeah. say that the parents, the girls, had no knowledge of, uh, of their sat satanic ideals. It was believed that the girls had spent the weekend watching scary movies. And this had contributed in terms of motivation for the attack. <sighs> Yeah. And as a result, extra law enforcement officers were on campus just to maintain, quote, a sense of calm. Because that's definitely mm. what an increased police presence does. It makes you feel calmer, doesn't okay. it? Everyone chill out. There's loads of police here now. Don't worry about it. You know, when they kind of say things like, you know, everyone back away. Look, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Like, there clearly fucking is something to say. If you're saying that to me, there's something really good to say. That's very true. So that's my you know, story. Bit of a mad one. Look. That's very triggering for me because um, when I was in primary school, a girl who I went to school with tried to poison me with a uh, weed killer. Wow. How, what happened there? So this was a girl who um, I went to school with. Uh, I was I think, yeah, I was friendly with her. I went to her house one time and um, she was kind of in one of these families where you had to um, eat over the sink. Busy household. Yeah, or like her mom would, like she, you know, it's kind of classic man thing, but she'd say, oh, like the fucking state of the place. And the place was immaculate. Like I've never seen a house so like so clean like so clean and she was a bit kind of uh weird and wacky but like you know that i'm totally into that and she was going to start selling perfume in school and so say she had peach peach perfume right so she put them in a little bottle and, make, and put the label on herself how she was making the peach perfume and i know this because i was there where she'd take a bite of a peach and spit it into the bottle and that was like my first inkling of, like, I think I was relatively new in the school. And this is, I was just like, oh, this one is like completely fucking mad. So she brought in the perfumes to sell to people in school. And of course, I just like, mm, she's fucking spitting like 
she's chewing up food and she's regurgitating it back into the bottle. So no, obviously nobody was buying the perfume anyway because everyone probably was a bit Sales suspect anyway. Slow. Or like there'd be one soldier who would buy one and say, oh, thanks a million, just like fucking in the bin. Like nobody, nobody was stabbing their neck and their wrists. And I'm like, mm, oh, that's really good perfume. So anyway, I'm in school one day and I go to, uh, now it mustn't have been my bottle. I don't know whether she switched a bottle or something like that. And I went to drink out of this bottle and another girl, I'm pretty sure it was Sarah Harmon. Sarah, I don't know if you listen to this, but if you do, please get in touch and let me know. And Sarah came over and was like, no, like trying to like stop me from drinking as well. I just had it up, like getting ready to drink. And I was like, what? And she was like, um, what would we call the girl? Uh, keyboard, keyboard put, uh, keyboard put weed killer in that. She was trying to poison you. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? But when I think about it now, like nothing was, nothing like was done. We all just went about our business. We were just like, oh my God, like she's fucking, she's but so did you mad. Egg, isn't she? conversation with keyboard? Uh, I can't really remember. And like, it's not like a keyboard now. Just to paint the picture, like she wasn't the person that was like uh, physically intimidating or like, you know, you wouldn't have been scared of her or anything. She would have been like a very, she wouldn't have been like a physical uh, bully or any like nothing like that at all. Yeah, but, but they're then, the ones you have to watch out for because exactly. they're, using, they're using the smarts. Yeah. So I think I just kind of left it go because... Yeah, she was just a bit fucking nuts. But then I noticed, like, so she was all fucking mouthpiece in primary school and giving it loads about anything. But then once we got into secondary school, so I still went into secondary school with her. And I think of it now, like, and I just fucking like, oh, yeah, no, she tried to poison me. I'm like, it's grand, forget about it. But then when we got into secondary school, she was real quiet. She was real, like, under the radar type because she was dealing with different people then, do you know, that kind of way. But you um, know what, even the sound of it, like, I just think this, if we learn nothing else from this story, it's like, do not force your child to eat over the sink because she will try to kill people. Yeah, I think that's what it was in fairness to her. And it was like, not that I'm 100% against it, but like, there was no way you could walk into that gaff with your shoes on. But that's what I mean. It sounds like, like in, in, her, to, in, her, in her defense. Even the it, granny, if the granny came in in the Zimmer fame, you'd be like, ah, 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 she's a. Yeah. And she's like, but they're laced. Well, yeah. You made your granny keels out. Granny keels out, and they have to call an ambulance. The paramedics. Uh, 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 but you know out. what? It does like, and I mean, somebody would probably get in touch and say, "I used to eat over the sink, and I turned out grand." But I do think I'm getting a whack of other shit going on in that gaff. If you're making oh, yeah, someone no, eat like, over the you sink, ta- you know? like, don't get me wrong. Now, as far as I know, like it, it wasn't like. <clears throat> it wasn't like spaghetti bolognese over the sink because I mean that's just not it's not practical. But if you were having a snack, oh, you had to be okay. To... No, no, it wasn't all meals. If you were eating a peach, maybe that's where this all came from. <laughs> Over the sink, and keyboard was, and keyboard was like, wait, okay, it does feel it's like my life. It does, yeah, it does feel like my life is excessively punitive. But maybe, maybe I think it was at the maybe, time when maybe there was I can a make a business of... out of it. 
they were trying to do that, like, you know, uh, this bullshit about like young entrepreneurs or whatever. And uh, there was a couple of girls in the class who started selling chocolates. And now we all bought them. We all fucking bought them. And we laughed it up. But basically all they were, not basically, it's fucking what they were doing. It was cooking chocolate poured into moles. So it was like, it was just pure fucking cut, like cooking chocolate. And obviously they were getting the cheapest of the fucking cheap cooking chocolate and we were all buying these fucking chocolates going oh my god tastes amazing tastes amazing and it was just I think this is the problem with young entrepreneurs because I feel as a former secondary teacher you're always kind of roped in of course you want to support them don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong but you're always roped into buying stuff and like realistically you know somebody some were forced well I mean well not forced but just you know yourself like your fourth years would rock forced with a pizza cutter fucking to the neck they're they have their pizza cutter they're like listen do you want to buy a personalized Christmas decoration (laughs) so this is maybe this the last week of August and you say yeah look I'll just go for something simple I'll just get maybe ma'am um, can I get one for my auntie they're like yeah no problems they're scribbling down the orders on their hand and then you, you hand over your cash and maybe the third week in February, they produce the Christmas decoration. And you're like, there's no quality control here. And then they said, you know, then you have to kind of, everyone's playing along and, you know, talking about the Goshka Awards and how important they are. Look, realistically, if Facebook are hiring, Mark Zuckerberg isn't going to say, hang on a minute. This guy's got, this guy did Goshka. I know, but it's like every so often when these things come up, I'd always be sitting there trying to think of an idea because obviously I I like money and the only thing I could ever come up with was like, oh, it's crispy nuts. <laughs> like it's not a great business model. But one girl came up with, um, she made candles, right? But one of the teachers uh, had a gift shop. So she started selling the candles in the gift shop. And there was like, everyone was going, oh my God, like she's making a fucking mint off them cam- those candles. And then like the story would be like, oh my God, like she's after, like she made like 300 pounds, them fucking candles. Oh my God. Like we're all trying to think of, oh geez, what could our fucking business plan be? What, what fucking could we get in on? And then like after a few years, you look back at it and you kind of find, you like you find out, yeah, but like the girl made like 10,000 candles and she nearly had a nervous breakdown like it was child labor and the teacher was getting cheap products for his gift shop that's like, like the young scientists he was those kids those, those kids nice. yeah those kids those kids are always like i, I mean okay now. any child who was forced into young scientists <laughs> like kiss christmas goodbye did ella ever do the young scientist she was too like it's always you know it's always the kids who are kind of a bit on edge anyway and mm-hmm. somebody says you know what you should do you know your christmas break that two week period well let me t- <laughs> you should actually you, have you heard of paper mache so what you could do is you could do a volcano develop an app how are you when it comes to computer programming? You can learn it. There's YouTubes. Give yourself three weeks. Yeah. Two of those weeks, you won't have access to a teacher. No, we can't give you their number. They're going to meet you at the RDS. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to be representing the school. And you know what's very exciting? RT News are going to be there. So, you know, your family, your friends, they can all... 
they yes, can all see how your app works. I see that that'd be it. I'd be the fuck I'd be the person who I want to like, you know, take the old handy number and make a skirt out of recycled materials. Oh, there's always Come one. On. Oh, we have to do that my business model. Slipper socks with diamante. To detect like the fucking signs of stroke before you do. And you're like there with your fucking <laughs> skirt made out of fucking plastic bottles and it's a total bullshit because you've had to go around buying all these plastic bottles to fucking make the thing yeah so you're perpetuating the whole thing you're going out getting plastic that you didn't have already to make this and like some of the some of the apps are questionable as well like you know people come into you and they're like so we did a study and we found out or you know a lot of these ones like we did a study we did a study and we found out that people who smoke can't run fast and everyone are like wow like this is amazing it's it's very rare that I learn something new from the young scientist heads but sure it's even when you look at these ads and tv and it's like 86 percent people said that this is the best fucking thing they ever had and then you see the small print you're like the ads fucking 25 people i know the numbers well, down 19 of them up. fucking worked there like 19 of them their jobs fucking depended on it just like <sighs> anyway i hope keyboard is doing well i'm sure she is she was i think people uh if they're mad like that when they're a kid, they do, if they stay with the program, they do often like, <laughs> is that the expression I'm looking for? Mellow out. Mellow out. I think you try to poison me. But no, no grudge, no grudge. It probably was pretty annoying. I so mean, new girl, you know, you're going to be a bit of a, you're either going to, it's all jazz hands. Yeah, you're either gonna you're either gonna be like fucking Sajal Sally who's puking in the corner, or you're gonna be fucking showbiz. So yeah, and I think you see you probably you hitched your car to the wrong horse. Yeah, I think that's. I was very open back then. Yeah, it was very open. You were you you landed in you know keyboard is chewing peaches over the sink. you're like I need this girl in my life and then you probably quickly realized when she was trying to make a fast book on it yeah I need I need to get out of here we it's see like when you're Homer working. Homer yeah. in the hedge you're when backtracking you, girl, you can't you can't you're not gonna go in with the top dog straight away you got of course well no you will now if you're blonde and you tan it's just <laughs> straight to the top if you're working with personality and you're kind of a six with that at best anyway, like it's a fucking slog. But I put yeah. in the graft. I put in the fucking graft. You did. And you're just, you're lovely. But if you're, de- that's the problem. If you're depending on personality and the personality is a six, like it's a lot of fucking work. I think I actually do feel for the people who were popular in school when we were younger the personality wasn't there, but they were just, they were cool. They were cool cats. They had the hair yeah, and, the other, and the other peeps are trying to reconcile themselves with the fact that they're no longer the big fish in the pond because the personality. I know, just because I kind of think sometimes that those people who were actually cool, who were not fake cool, the people who are actually fucking cool 
weren't aware that they were cool. I didn't well, care about that stuff. I, I wrote a bit about this actually on my Instagram this week. And it's the whole thing of like that ultimately, do you know, everyone like, you know, you look back now on the cool girls in school and sure they were as scared as the rest of us. You know, it's, it's, it's not real, this whole cool thing. It's just at the time you perceive certain people to be cool. Yeah. But actually being cool, I think the people who are, I totally agree. I think the people who are cool are the people who are totally unaware of it. Yeah, they wouldn't, they're, they're oblivious. concerned with stuff like that. Yeah. Doesn't concern me, Judy. And this is when I say, <laughs> Emma, you're cool. What does that read? Hang on, I can't read the chat. Emma, you <laughs> are the coolest <laughs> person <laughs> I know. <laughs> on zoom no you're cool no you are cool too we're both cool yes we are cool this is um i think we should write this up as a new kids show this could be our way yeah. into yeah this could be our way into rte oh uh, we were only talking about the other day something came on the tv and shay was like fucking <laughs> flipping out but what is this thing this constant thing that they do on television where they feel they've got to do something cool for the kids and it's just like they sit around a table. Okay, we need to we need to do something that has to be fresh, has to be cool, has to be engaging, has to be engaging. And it's current and it's what do we do? What do we do? And then there's silence in the room, and then somebody pipes up because they're just like, I can't take the silence anymore. I need to say something. And they're like, um, could we do a rap? Could we do a rap? And everyone's like, yeah, that's really, really good. Why do they always do this on kids' TV? The wrapping, yeah. It's core. Yeah, the wrapping is core. No, some yeah. healthy food is the way to go. You're just like, give it a fucking rest. Yeah, and the dungarees are that out. That was a pretty good and... rap, in fairness. <laughs> I might get into kids' rap. That was off the cuff completely. No, Emma, I listen. You, why did it look like you were reading? <laughs> give me something else. I'll rap on the spot. Give me a topic. Okay, rap about um ted starting solids this week ted starting solids okay yeah okay ted starting solids you know what i mean he's a big baby boy he's really keen to eat some food it's solid stuff oh it's do you know what you missed out on there mean what? you could have easily made a rhyme with ween wouldn't that have been a nice fish okay i'll give I'll you i'll just a give you uh, okay i'll go. give you no well, i'll I, give you okay <laughs> Preface this by saying, at no point have I have I claimed. No, no, we're doing this now. We're doing this now. So Emma's like, now you go. Okay, now this is the new podcast. This is the new brand. We're rebranding again. Oh, jeez, I can't wait for the latest one star review. It's just two old people rapping. Okay, I want you to rap about water. Um, go. I like water except when it's brown. That usually happens when I don't flush it down. <laughs> That's good. I like water because it keeps me hydrated. I would talk to my friends, but they all have migrated. Keep going. This is really good. Uh, no, I mean, what I really, else can I you say about water? Day and I was like, do you know what Judy needs to do? Do you remember from the successful live up to 90 show where you did the Simpsons rap? I was like, she needs to add a musical element to her stand-up. 
I really think you should, not that I, I think, think you should so. be Because you know what? I did write a rap before and I used I to do, a, I used to do a bit of a rap. And then I think maybe oh, it was here, Colin it's all coming out now on me. No, I, I did. I did three lines of a rap, and I remember Colin Regan telling me, and he was spot on. He was like, "I really like the rap, but music can make an audience uncomfortable." And he was spot on because nobody knew what was going on. So maybe if I signpost it better. Yeah, I think if if you have an instrument, even like if it's a. Uh... You know, even if it's like a recorder that you take out and you just like go, ooh, like one note. If it's signposted like that, I think people get on. And I did suggest. just start rapping mid-sentence. Like that is going to make people I was, well, yeah. I mean, if you're like in the doctor's office or something. (laughs) Julie, Julie, what seems to be the problem? I've got a rash. Well, yeah. Can you take a look for me? (laughs) Do, 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 do. Judy, we are spitting rhymes. We're spitting, spitting rhymes. God, it really is locked down for a year, isn't it? We're spitting rhymes. I uh, oh yeah, you could build on that with the key. You could say, um, what could you say? Down there, I've got a bit of an itch. I think I might have lost a stitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're gone, Judy. They're gone. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, I think I can feel a stitch. It's like shut the fuck up. It's a very traumatic experience. Let's be fair. Uh, yeah. No. Listen. I think the rapping. Co- well, I did suggest before I wanted to do a thing, and I wrote like again just a silly song or something, yeah. and I never had the balls to do it on stage because I said to a friend I might announce it with the tin whistle. Wouldn't that be funny? And I was deva because he then he said that Ashling V did uh, Maniac 2000 on a tin whistle as a part for Edinburgh show. And I was like, oh. Uh, and if you hadn't known, you would have been none the wiser. You'd be, do- you'd be doing it in, you know what I mean? You'd be doing it in good faith, wouldn't you? But then when I heard that, I was like, I feel like I need to find another feckin' in, a bongo drum or something. I don't know. Every Keyboard's gone, guitar's gone, ukulele, tin whistle. We'll come up with something. Anyway, do you have a story, Mrs? Yes. No, because it's a bit late now, isn't it? Oh, I do have one. Yeah, look, ten past ten. I mean, we'll be here all fucking night. No, let's leave it off. No, we'll, we'll leave it off. The wraps were better. The wraps were great. And look, we'll save your story for next week. Yeah, but listen, let's get the rap thing going. We could just be, uh, we could have a comedy musical act, a duo. Uh, called up to 90 stop teasing me because you say these things and then I'll put together a google doc and you're like oh so neat that was just a joke like when your man asked me to the Debs and I saw him with somebody else and he's like you know that was I mean we were I was messing oh yeah of course I think it'd be so much easier to be a musical duo than a a solo stand-up Listen, I'm up for the musical duo. I the Google Doc. It's happening. We just need to play some instruments. We could be the new Flo and Joan. Yeah. I love them. They're great. Just do loads of songs about geese. Like I have often thought, imagine if you look at the flight of the Concords and the likes of Flo and Joan, they are unbelievable and they are feckin' hilarious. Like both duos are just 
unreal. Like such fans of them. But do you imagine how easy it would be, Emma, to rock up to the Vodafone Festival and all we have to do is do our little songs in the bike? <coughs> in the bike. Okay, this Google Doc is happening. The first rap is called Water. It's typical though to look at the thing that the other people are doing and just go, oh. I could do that. All I have to do is learn how to sing and learn a musical instrument and then I'm in. And read music and write a song. Easy. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. If only we knew a guitar player, but we can't rope Fred into another up to 90 project. No, well, certainly not another one he's not going to get paid for anyway. Standing (laughs) on our own two feet going forward. Okay, Emma, I'm going to let you go, baby cakes. Love you. God bless. Love you, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.